0: forget about it
1: <laughs> uh hey ray romano's in this i'm a fucking lawyer <laughs> i'm a shit. fucking lawyer did you, you kill a guy hey i'll make
0: you, I'll, I'll help you steal some meat and shit <laughs> hey
1: welcome to the review review a show or two small time dudes give you our big irish opinions
0: I'm or Troy, Italian.
1: I, yeah, I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. Hey,
0: I'm 23K over here. Hey, I'm
1: dipping wine and bread. Hey, I fucking love this shit. Uh, oh, they got grape juice and radio. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> got the blood of, body of Christ over here. <laughs> we are going over the Irishman hey, today. Marty Scorsese. We got Marty's newest venture. Oh, Bobby. Bobby D. Bobby D. Joey P. Joey P. Ray, Ray R. R. <laughs> uh, he, they're all in this. Anna a says three words. She is in. She is great in this, right? She said those those three words real good. That's right. Um, that, welcome back to the Neil's Weekly. Real good. She, she did it real good. <laughs> She's real good. That's thanks, Neil. Thanks, Neil. Neil. Thanks for being here. Um. Come over here. We want we want you on the show. Get on the show, would you? Get on you? the Wha- show, will you? Uh, this movie... Yes. Uh, ...has taken the internet by storm. A lot of people talking about The Irishman. It's uh, Marty Scorsese's, you know, big new venture. It's also yes. excruciatingly long. Yeah. Uh, it's built to not be watched in one sitting. My God. Uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> Let's just get into some stats up All top, right. right? So we are talking about The Irish, movie. Of course. It did drop November 1st of 2019 on Netflix. Yes. To live there in perpetuity. Had a budget that has swollen to rumored $200 million. Oof. They allegedly say it's only 159
0: Still, like, there's nothing in this movie that... I guess there is like some de aging
1: though. There's quite a bit of de aging, and it also is a period piece. Yeah, that's true too. Um, it did have like a minor box office because it was shown in theaters for like a weekend, mm-hmm. and it made six point six million. Not a lot. Okay, that's not yeah. Especially for, like, probably how little it was shown. That's probably not bad. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has this at 97%. Good lord. IMDb, 8.3 out of 10. And Metacritic at 94%. Jesus! High praise Holy shit! All the top ones that I usually read off. Man, you can, like, almost, like,
0: smell the burning dicks from the friction (laughs) of jerking off from all these fucking critics.
1: Uh, so... More about the financials of this movie as well. So I was trying to look up that because Marty Scorsese was trying to make this movie for a while. Really, like even before Silence, his last one that came really? out. Really, he had ideas and tried to get something put in place for this. Because I want to say that Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro, approached him to do it based on the book. Um, I heard you paint houses. Yeah. Um, he read it and was like, "I think we should do this." It's movie. funny because that's the
0: same. That's the same story behind Raging Bull.
1: I know, right? <laughs> I want to say that's also the same story with another movie that he did as well. <laughs> just actors approaching Martin Martin Scorsese to just, just do just Robert De Niro approaching him. De we should like, do this. Hey, mo- make this, huh? I just read this book. It's great. Hey, Marty, why don't you movie. make this shit? Um, <sighs> Robert, shut the fuck up. He also. I guess approached Robert De Niro and Marty Scorsese. Why do I keep calling Marty? I know everyone does, but yeah. Martin Scorsese. I mean, you're best friends with them, so I, I mean, I can course. see why you'd say that. Uh, we uh, <laughs> we go way back, back back when he was in Shark Tale. That That's was when right. you guys became good friends. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> he, uh, he he supposedly begged. Um, uh, why, why am I Joe like, Pesci? Joe Pesci, like up to fifty times to be in this movie. Yeah, right. He finally broke, saying like, Pesci said he's like, I don't really want to do. I I don't really want to do another gangster film. You know, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do another one. I know. <laughs> um, a weird half Jalen Pesci impression. Um, <laughs> you, you see this about this? Do uh, you hear about this? that? Um, and. <laughs> Martin Scorsese said, "It's not really a gangster film. It's a little different, and I guess a little different, a little different is correct. A but it is still a gangster film. It is right. It is. Um, it was kind of brought up to other um, distributors. Paramount for a while was going to put out this movie." Um, and pay for the distribution rights in America. They eventually dropped it when it was getting a little too long in production. Yeah. And the ballooning budget as well. Yeah. The original budget was quite modest. It was like about $100, $125 million, Oh, shit. Um, for what he wanted to do. Uh, Netflix ended up buying the rights to this movie after a uh, many attempts of other studios taking it. They bought the rights for $105 million, just for the rights of the movie. Yeah. And then they also paid for the production of it, oh. which ended up being $159 million on top of that. Oh. Supposedly. So, they're in it for a lot. Well, I mean, Netflix is
0: kind of like it, it feels like Netflix is kind of like in a form of desperation mode where it's like, we want to stay relevant Despite, like, all these other things coming out.
1: Yeah, I'm... Granted, they're still the number one streaming service. And they have got a ton of money. I I yeah. guess. Yeah. I don't know.
0: But I think, like, with everything coming out, they want to make sure that they... Like, yeah, they have a head start, but they want to make sure that they really hammer home, like, they have a commanding lead when everything else comes out.
1: Yeah. But I think this was a good get for them, because a lot of what I've been hearing is that this movie is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've we been hearing, but what do you think? Well, we'll get to that at the very end of the show. My god. We? My god, will leave you hanging. You hear me? <laughs> uh So, yeah. So they're they're in for this for quite a bit of money. And that yeah. does go to things like the de-aging, which I heard also added like another 25 million onto this movie. I could, yeah. Cuz there's quite a bit of it here and there. Yeah, a lot of this is
0: like takes place at a time when they cannot look how they look in this.
1: Yeah. And then also they do use period accurate vehicles and mm-hmm. whatever in this as well, so that can't be cheap as well. Yeah. Anyway, so let's why let's just get into the Irishman what it's yeah. what it's all about.
0: Yeah. Troy, it's, an, it's Monday.
1: That's right. We usually so flip the script. Flip and the script. Um, What's the Irishman about? Robert De Niro plays Frank. Frank Irish.
0: (laughs) They do call him Frank Irish at one point.
1: I can't remember what his last name is. I don't remember what his last name is either. And he kind of just starts out as like a blue collar, lower level meat delivery guy looking to get just another kind of leg up for his growing family, right? Yeah. And so he ends up taking a little bit of a side hustle here, selling his meat off to these other people. And then having... It gets so bad to the point that, like, he clears his entire truck out to where yeah. they're like, um, the fuck? Yeah, when they <laughs> open the doors, she's like, oh, what the fuck? Where's all my meat? I didn't load these trucks, obviously. I wouldn't do this. See, it's sealed. Like, oh, so, yeah, so we're firing you. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
1: what do you expect? <clears throat> and then, of
0: course, they get Ray... And then Ray Romano is... Such a good attorney, right? Then not only does he get him off, but the judge also yells at the at, at his the prosecutor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Why would you put this guy in front of my court, you piece of shit? <laughs> yeah, this is the heart of America—the blue-collar worker putting his neck on the line to make things work. <laughs> I... And you're trying to bring him down, you fucking idiot. That might have been one of my favorite parts of the movie, where like that was pretty. Good. They they
0: fucking gaslit this like judge to the point where he was like you know what fuck these employers (laughs)
1: yeah
0: how dare you bring them I I know all of the evidence is showing that you fucked him over but seriously
1: (laughs) I like you fuck these guys (laughs) like oh my god so selling this meat off to these other people gets him in through the eventual good graces of Joe Pesci not immediately but through middlings here and there yeah and Joe Pesci is a bit of a, uh, 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 an upper echelon, yeah, mob type. He feels like a, he's like a tributary for like a lot of like the mob in the area.
0: Yeah, like I don't, I don't necessarily like consider him a boss, but it's like he's just,
1: he like knows everyone in the mob scene. Yeah. Yes, and so he becomes very close with him, and then Frank ends up, um. Like, kind of climbing the ranks of this kind of mob society, um, eventually becoming uh, friends with Jimmy Hoffa, played by Al Pacino. Yeah. And then ended up becoming, like, a union president. Yeah. Jimmy Hoffa
0: was the the, uh, head of the Teamsters Union. Right. Which was the biggest... Uh, workers' union in the country. Yes. That was secretly doing deals with the mob to fill out people's pensions. Yes. Where instead of like doing like full out, like, uh, legit investments, they were like, hey, how about you hustle people and then add to people's pensions <laughs> by doing that and then we'll throw you some money on the side. Yeah. So, yeah. They, like, Jimmy Hoff is the reason why, like, Republicans and shit argue against pension, like against unions, like he kind of gave unions a bad name.
1: (laughs) I actually want to circle back to unions in just a second here after I get my uh, little synopsis done. Yeah, but anyway, and then it's just kind of like a little history piece about his life and then kind of where he ends up into the present day. Yeah, and it all shows him from possibly an age thirty, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> to age eighty something, yeah. where he is now. Yep, and that's and that's his life and how he rose to the ranks and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, that's the Irishman. Yeah, this movie is like three and a half hours long. Like, the I boy, joke, you're not kidding. I joke about it, but I did watch it in two sittings. Yeah, but like, I felt like after I watched the first chunk and got pretty far in like yeah. i started at like at 9 no. at night right i watched it in three sittings and my
0: third sitting there was 20 minutes left in the movie fuck it was like it was like a point where i was like i don't have much left but i cannot watch any fucking more of this <laughs> i'm
1: done i surprisingly <laughs> enough was awake to start this at 9 at night one night and i watched Oof. it till 11:30 yeah well, at least I thought I started at 9 because then I stopped it and I still had an hour and a half left. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit! How long I've been watching? Like, I went to bed at 1130. Yeah. And I stopped it and there was an hour and a half left. This movie's a fucking time machine. It, like, it, 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 <laughs> you pause it after you've watched an hour of the movie and you now have more to watch. Yeah. How yeah. does that happen? Like an hour
0: goes by and you pause it and then it's yesterday.
1: <laughs> it doesn't make any or, yeah,
0: sense. Like, or yeah, or it's like, oh shit, I've watched an hour of this and now it's two weeks in the
1: future. It doesn't, it shouldn't work that way, but it does. <laughs> it does. This is what happens to you. You go insane. You don't know what day it is. Like The seasons change. It's fucked, man.
0: Anyway. I watched the first hour and a half of this, and then I had a kid. What happened? <laughs> I don't
1: even remember having a wife or sex too <laughs> busy <laughs> he watching the Irishman? like I said sex during the Irishman. I guess who knows it was so long ago um, so anyway, yeah, it it is it's quite a jaunt to get through um and but saying that though. Personally, I didn't really feel bored by the movie, except at I would say the last forty-five minutes. I thought was the slowest part of the movie, even though I think it's one of the more interesting parts. Yeah, um, but I'll I'll get into that once I get. I'll to my say other like point of view. Across, I here. I felt the time all the way
0: through. Like I. Even as it was going on, I was like, this is taking a long time, but I was, yeah,
1: but like you said, I was never bored through it. Right. And I always go into a Scorsese movie thinking, like, I'm not, like, a huge gangster movie person, like. Yeah. But all of his, I end up really enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. Any other gangster movie, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It's fucking bullshit. But like, for whatever reason, Scorsese <laughs> can craft one, yeah, that I can really enjoy and get behind.
0: Especially like Scorsese's, like he he sets them up in a way where like, there's even like a line in this movie where like Robert Nero's like, how do I even get here? And I feel like that's like the thesis statement of <laughs> every single one of Martin Scorsese's gangster movies yeah where they go so long and they do so many things
1: that by the end of it you're like how the fuck did we get here yeah that's exactly <laughs> that's a good thing for this movie for sure because i think i forgot more about this movie yeah than what i can remember yeah because it does a lot yeah I've, I've found
0: myself so many times being like wait oh so they did that wait yeah they did I, this oh, right yeah, that
1: was in the movie then
0: i guess that was a thing that they did yeah yeah <laughs> It's so... There's so much. But they they do that so much. Like Even, like, I was hearing... Because, like, people are talking about, like, the best of the decade. Uh-huh. And I heard people talking... I heard, like, a review about Wolf of Wall Street. And, like, Wolf of Wall Street's like that. Where it's, yeah. like... It starts in a way where by the end of Wolf of Wall Street, you're like, how the fuck did we get here? <laughs> like, how, where did he start out at? Right. And I can't even... Yeah. I can't even picture... How we started out because we're so far gone. Right. And I, that's, like, that's like a
1: big part of Scorsese's films. Yeah. But I... Yeah. Uh, but then again, like, I didn't feel it in really any of those movies. And Wolf of yeah. Wall Street's like three hours yeah. long. Yeah, yeah. Fucking A, dude. <laughs> Get a fucking life, Martin. <laughs> <God>
0: <laughs> in these
1: big-ass fucking movies. So I can see why, like, also uh, production studios didn't really want to green light this movie either. Because they yeah. would push to probably edit this down to at, at most two hours. Yeah. Two and a half. Or maybe two and a half. Yeah, because like especially
0: with a three and a half hour long movie, like you're not getting as much return from that as you would. Right. You can only show shorter, it so many times yeah, in a the theater. Exactly.
1: Um But then again, like I was after the first night and actively watching this for as long as a regular movie, <laughs> I was trying to think of like, well, what would I have cut? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what yeah. I would have cut. Like I don't I, know either. You can maybe tighten up some scenes. But there's that... there's one part in
0: particular I probably would have cut, but I think it would it was a part that I really enjoyed, so I was like, Well I don't think I would have cut it then. Yeah. Like, the whole part where it's, like, the one guy that comes out of nowhere that's, like, a boss, where oh, they just sure. they kill him, like, out of nowhere, like, yeah. really fast. Yeah. Like, that felt like it was out of nowhere, and it didn't
1: really need to be in there, but, like, I enjoyed all that stuff. For sure. So I was like, I don't really, I don't think I would have cut it. Um, Another aspect I wanted to bring up, so you brought up unions. Yeah. Like, I think of myself as a fairly smart person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what a union does at all. Like I I am totally <laughs> like oblivious to any of that kind of thing. Do they so they just uh, pretty much work for workers' rights, right? Yeah. And oh, like a oh, a
0: union is typically it's a group that you join that negotiates for you. Sure. So like <clears throat> like especially for them for, for this one in particular, they were like a truckers union, so it was uh-huh. like, uh, like so all the truckers get together and they pool their money together for pensions. Yeah, and then they pull, then they use that money to invest in other things so that when they retire, they get a certain amount of money when they retire to that they can live off of. Okay, and the unions also do shit where it's like, if you want to raise or if you want other stuff, like someone will will step in for you to negotiate if you don't feel like you are, uh apt enough yeah yeah okay and and shit like that but this one in particular was mostly based on investments for retirement and that's what jimmy hoffo did like he he pooled everyone's money together that they paid towards the the union to invest but instead of like investing in like substantial things he invested in the mob right that would like stiff arm people or like take Money from other things, and then he would put that back in the union right. to pay people's pensions. Um, I also don't know a ton about Jimmy Hoffa either. No, I don't either. But uh, this, I feel like they laid it out pretty decent in this. That I was, I was pretty fascinated with
1: it. Yeah, I did want to look more up on it. Um, so that was that w- led me to this question. Really, is this movie like for our generation? Like, it's good. Like, you can. I enjoy it watching it. Yeah. But, like, I don't think I would get as much out of this as, like, unless I was, like, my parents' age.
0: Maybe. Because
1: I was also talking to somebody else that, like, I never really talk about movies, but he likes gangster movies. Yeah. And I was kind of talking about, like, the whole thing, and he's kind of on the same page as me. I don't think I explained it as well. Because yeah. it was like right at the end of work today, I'm like, "Hey, do you watch movies? See The Irishman? The Irishman. What do you think about this little train of thought here?" I got blah blah Jimmy Hoffa 60s. So yeah. I don't give a shit. So th- that's what I was kind of wondering. Of like, is would we? Is this an old person movie? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Like for for me
0: in particular, like I'm fascinated by shit like this because like for me in particular, I love history. Like especially uh. like history. Of, like, the 1900s, because, like, I love, like, I love connecting breadcrumbs to, like, why shit's fucked up today. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, that's why I love, like, those, uh, that series on, on, uh, Netflix that was made by CNN, where it's, like, the 70s and the 80s and whatever. Yep. Where, like, they do a really good job of putting it all together. And then watching this, where they almost kind of get into that, where, uh, like... A lot of the reasons why unions are vilified today is because of Jimmy Hoffa, that he used the mob to really strong arm companies into paying workers what they should be getting paid to where it's like, well, the unions are mob affiliated. So Mm -hmm. if you are part of the union, then you're a criminal. Mm -hmm. And so where like a lot of companies don't follow unions or use that to make workers very, really weary of it to where now they can fuck you over because no one's really standing up for you Mm -hmm. and shit like that. And I love that, like watching like that being played out in some kind of dramatized form like this and seeing like, who is Jimmy Hoffa and like, how is the mob affiliated with it? And like, what's the difference between someone who's Jimmy Hoffa and someone who's whoever Joe Pesci is in this, where like, Mm -hmm. like you, like, I love Al Pacino as Jimmy Hoffa in this because he's so in over his head. Like, all he knows is what the mob's doing for him and not what the mob is. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many times where he's just like, well, just tell him to kill kill this guy for me, Frank. And he's like, dude, that's not how this works. (laughs) Like, so much of this is just just Robert Nero being like, that's not how this works. Like, you just can't ask me to do this and I'll do it. Like, the mob is a completely different thing from what you're doing. Right. But, like, he never understands that up to the point where it fucking kills him. And that's, like, probably like, one of the things I like the most about this is just watching, like, just watching, like, how, like, history plays out, like, around all of this. And, like, seeing, like, how,
1: how uh, like, this whole Jimmy Hoffa thing plays out. I also like, too, that um, Jimmy Hoffa in this isn't intimidated by the mob either.
0: Because
1: there's a few times where they're like, okay, you need to kind of check yourself, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy. And he's like the mob or what, whatever that's <laughs> yeah. like his train of thought <laughs> yeah and i'm just like oh my god but it, it's done in a way
0: where he just doesn't understand he doesn't understand that lifestyle like all he knows the mob is
1: is that it helps him right and at the same time though i think it's also beneficial to the mob to have him in a, like a place of power to oh, like yeah. influence all these other people as well. Because so it was he's, like he's giving them work. Yeah, it's like a it's a mutual beneficial thing. So like he has he can kind of say that. Yeah. And not be automatically like, taken wait. out and beaten to death. But I love that when he gets
0: out of jail and he's like, I'm gonna run for, for union president again, and then he runs on a platform of fuck the mob. <laughs> yeah and then they're like what are you doing man is it well they understand that i'm not gonna fuck them over it's like no they don't <laughs> this is the mob <laughs> yeah like they're gonna take your word for what it is and if you're telling if you're telling the pres- people that they're gonna you're gonna fuck them over they're gonna think you're gonna fuck them over <laughs> it's like, oh they understand me I've, I've worked with them enough they know me like no they don't <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> but I, I just
0: i love that like it's just he operates under this idea that is just like, well, they know what I'm going to do. And it's like, no, not yeah. really. I, yeah, like, this is probably one of my favorite Al Pacino performances. At least
1: in a while. In
0: a long, Yeah, at least in a while. Because he just plays, like, this guy who's inept and, like, kind of senile to what's playing out around him. But in the same sense, he's still so good at his
1: job. Yeah. He can still rally a crowd and yeah. do what he needs to do. He's a
0: politician. Yep. He's, he's like, he's like a really good politician, but it's just like the mob is good enough to know when you're, when you're spouting bullshit and all, all Jimmy Hoffa knows <laughs> is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Uh, no, and it's, <sighs> it does
0: not lead to, lead
1: to good, good outcomes. <laughs> um, so what was I gonna say? Oh, wh- kind of a ch- a little jump in the change of subject here. Um, what did you think about the de aging in this? Because they relied fairly heavily on it. Yeah,
0: and it's okay. Like, like the faces were fine, but like the way they moved, you could tell they
1: were older. Yeah. So, like, I also thought sometimes, like, it was. Don't get me wrong. It's good. I was like, yeah, I think yeah. it was like industrial light and magic who yeah, did it. Yeah. Um, but like sometimes when like the faces were just still, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, that, that looks pretty good. Like it took like 20 years off De Niro. Yeah. And then he would move like just his head a little bit and talk. And you're like, okay, well he's, I can tell there's a little bit more age on him in that. Yeah. And then there's like, scenes where they're like up and moving and you're like, oh, they're like seventy. Yeah, when and they're, they're
0: wa- when they're walking, especially <clears throat> there was this scene in particular that I lost my shit laughing at when uh when like there's like a store owner that like yes. fucks with his daughter. That's exactly the one that I wanted to up. He goes up. to the yes. store to fuck him up and he does it in a way where like he looks like a seventy year old man beating up somebody Where he puts his hand on a curb and stomps
1: it, and it looks like an old man trying to kill a spider. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Because, like, it is kind of intimidating that he went in there and started slapping around this guy, right? And then he, like, crashes through the front window, which... I have a problem with the glass in that door because it looks like it exploded out of there. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Well, De Niro throws him at the speed of a snail through (laughs) this door where the door explodes. (laughs) And then he falls up to the curb where he puts his hand on the curb. And then De Niro stomps his hand like there's a spider in his bathroom.
1: Doesn't really even (laughs) stomp it, though, because he's like, (laughs) he's a part of, like, the mob at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you would think he'd just be curb stomping his ass. Yeah. He, like, stands on his hand. Yeah. At most. Oh, yeah. Not stomps. He, like, steps hardly. Heavy step. Yeah. Heavy step. He stands on his hand, and the guy's like, ah, my fucking hand. And then he he
0: walks away, and you can, like, look at it, and his hand looks like it's in half. Or is like, that did that?
1: Right. That did that. That didn't look like a whooping there, That didn't look like that should do that. That looked... But that did that. That (laughs) shop owner should have gotten up and whooped your ass. That shop owner should have been like, ah, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Gotten up and just kicked your old ass in because you look 70. (laughs) And you're supposed to be maybe 39. You look 40. You walk like you're 70. (laughs) It's... And that was, like, the problem with some of the de-aging in this. Because it didn't match. Oh, yeah. Yep. Which... Uh, Granted, like, Disney has all the money in the world So if they were to do this Like, they can all What they do instead Is, like, do a full-on face replacement Like, look at Michael Douglas and Ant-Man Oh, yeah, yeah They put, like, Wall Street face Mm -hmm. On him Oh, totally Whereas, like, in this it looks like they more Smoothed out the lines Mm -hmm. And It works, but I don't think it's as effective as, like, a full-on, like, grabbing references from older movies. Yeah. Because look at him in, like, Raging Bull or movies from 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. His face is way different. Yeah. And it it just looks like a less wrinkly but still old Robert De Niro. Even when he's supposed to be 30. Like... I don't know though. Like in this, he kind of looks like
0: uh, he doesn't look like Raging Bull Robert De Niro, but he kind of looks like uh, like Casino
1: Robert De Niro. I don't know. He still he's got that like wideness that old people. have. Oh yeah. Well, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you, you can't fucking CG that too much. Well, right. I guess you could, but it's it's you had to probably, like, work around it.
1: Yeah. And Joe Pesci, it's kind of the same same deal, too. But they also went the other way, and they aged him up as well. Yeah. Uh, I think both Pesci and Robert De Niro, well, especially De Niro near yeah. the end. They have like, old man makeup on well, and stuff.
0: I love how they just, they always center back to this, like, whole scene where they're driving to a wedding. Where it's like... yeah, That's, well, that's when... Like they go back to it so much where it's like, okay, so that's where they're the age that they are now. So they yes. can just they just have yes. like a center point they can always go back to where right. it's like they're reflecting like it's Rob De Niro, old as fuck, reflecting <laughs> back on this scene where they're driving to a wedding right. to reflect back to the past. Right. it's like you just you just want a spot where it's like you know what, fuck makeup and de-aging <laughs> CG. We're always going back to this scene where they're going to a wedding. Yes. But I still love that they do that, where it always, it, always even that scene ends up on a very crucial part of the story, where you're like, why do they keep going back to the, this whole fucking shit where they're driving to a wedding? Right. And then it plays out to where it's, oh, this is where they kill Jimmy Hoff. Oh, shit. Yeah.
1: And it takes, like, fucking three hours to get there.
0: It does. <laughs> but I thought it was cool that it was like, I spent so much of this movie being like, Why are we still going back to them going to this wedding? What the fuck are they doing? Right. And then it finally gets to what's to where they're like, Oh, um, by the way, before we get to this wedding, you have to go to this airport. Why? Well, you're getting on a plane. Why? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to Philadelphia. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but I love that whole scene too where it's like De Niro is like he's getting to the point where it's like he's borderline playing stupid, where it's like Dude, you know what you're going to fucking do. Right. <laughs> but he just keeps asking and asking and asking, hope like hoping that Joe Pesci is just like has You know what? Never answer. mind. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, or has a different answer, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Well, at this point though, he's like friends with Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah.
0: Like he's he's friends with like both sides. Like he he likes he likes Jimmy Hoffa, but he also likes Joe Pesci. who's, was like a big part of the mob. Right. And now it's getting to that point where he's like, dude, we gave him... we legit Bent over backwards for him because we know that he likes you. It's it. We have to do it now. Yeah, we just have to do this. Yeah, and he's like, "Why, mother, dude, just
1: motherfucker,
0: fuck, (laughs) I don't want to kill you too. Just fucking do it."
1: (laughs) Um, speaking of the killing in this, I love how they do it because it's it's so quick. Yeah. And, like, really close to, like, real life. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, a huge scene. Anytime Frank is like, well, I need to take care of somebody, he just, like, picks out, like, a little gun. Yep. Like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. And then, like, gets out of there, yep. throws the gun in the river, and yep. goes on with his day. Yeah, the one
0: in particular, like, the one that I, the the one part that I thought they probably could have cut from this, where it was, like, the uh the mob boss that was like kind of crazy i thought i thought that was probably one of my the one that wears the shorts not the one that wears the short like the <laughs> one that like uh like, i love how it all plays out because they talk about how he's just like this crazy guy that's like a- the boss of like this family and then he talks to joe pesci about him and he's like well he's crazy but we don't don't kill him. Just kind of keep an eye on him or whatever. Uh-huh. And then they have this whole scene in a in a in a nightclub where there's this comedian, and then he walks with Joe Pesci. Like, oh, what you want this fucking Italian pin oh. or whatever? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck are you? Oh, this is bullshit. Whatever. Oh, I'm just I'm just making fun of you, or whatever. You don't, yeah. don't take it seriously. And then yeah. they have this whole scene where like Robert Nero and Joe Pesci are staring at each other, and then it goes into like, so when you're gonna kill someone, this is what you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like, yeah. oh fuck, he's gonna kill this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to take care of this guy, okay?
0: He doesn't even do that, like Joe. Like I, I love Joe Pesci in this because he's he's so soft spoken from yeah. what he usually is. Yeah, like this, like this is probably one of my favorite Joe Pesci performances.
1: Yeah, it's really good because he's so subdued, and it almost makes him scarier. I also really like too that there's a lot that is said between Joe Pesci and uh, Robert De Niro just through looks. Yeah. Like, he at one point, somebody will be saying something across the table or whatever, and Joe Pesci will just be looking at Robert De Niro, and you know what he's thinking. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, that's really well done. He's not, like, just spouting it off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know by the look in, in Joe Pesci's face yeah. that Frank is going to have to kill these guys. Yeah. And I'm like, that's really good. Oh, I
0: know. I know. Especially with, with Joe Pesci being, like, synonymous with being that guy that just yells, fuck this guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like the fact in this the that like, subtlety of it is—he's really so good, good at just staring and knowing, like, ah, oh, he's gonna have to fucking do something. Yeah. And yeah, ugh. yeah, like all of the scenes between Joe Pesci and Rob De Niro, like I waited for those scenes. Right. Even when it's just down to them just sitting in a fucking Italian restaurant, dipping bread and wine,
1: <laughs> like talking about bullshit, like right. Like that was, those, those are the scenes that I look forward to the most. You know what I don't really like that it's almost in like every single Scorsese movie is just how some douchebag, like gangster or whatever, just leaves his first wife and kids and just gets a new one. Oh yeah. And they They do it
0: every time. And they they never go back to it or like talk about like what happened to the other wife. It's just like, yeah, well then I, I dumped her and now I got this new wife. And it's like, why? And it
1: happens so nonchalantly in this. I'm like, did yeah. he, he got a new what? Like, yeah. Did he get a new what? Like, I, I know yeah. he did. Yeah. But I'm just like, it just happened, like, it was so matter of fact, it was like, yeah, that's what happened these, in these movies. That's what always happens. Yeah. Martin Scorsese sucks at, <laughs> at, like, casting women,
0: or not casting women, but, like, treating women as characters.
1: Right. Yeah. It's only just, like fucking hard men you yeah. know what i mean that's the whole movie like,
0: i i tweeted earlier this week where it was like i'm s- like one of the things that struck me the most about the irishman was that the most uh like substantial female lines in this movie was bitching about how they can't
1: smoke <laughs> yeah for sure because <laughs> it's just Robert de niro and and joe pesci's wife bitching about how they can't smoke in his car right and the most like high profile women, like woman actor Anna Paquin has seven lines in the yeah. whole movie. Yeah, like Jesus. all she does is like stare. Granted, like that's all like she do- like even as a kid that's pretty much it. Like yeah. she just is intimidated by her father, so but she never I, wants. to She was
0: given more to do as a kid, though. Well, I I think there was more kid stuff there. True, 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 true. But I I, I liked who Anna Paquin's character ends up being as a kid. Yeah. Because, like, she does a good job of being, like, I don't trust gangsters, but I trust uh, Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. Because he's, he's a politician. Right. Like, he yep. makes you he's feel given good. back to
1: these people. Yeah, he right? makes you
0: feel good. Like, he 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 appeals to kids. That's his whole job. Mm-hmm. So then when, he, when it gets to a point where De Niro has to kill him, his daughter, even when she's as old as she is, she's just like, Wow, you're a real piece of shit. Yeah. Because you killed the one person connected to you that I like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) God. It's it's too bad. Yeah. It's too bad. Broken homes, man. Yeah.
0: But the thing, I don't know, the the thing I like about, like, Scorsese-type gangster movies is that, yeah, they do show you the glamour of it in the beginning, but as it goes on, you really do see how this lifestyle really fucking sucks. Oh, for
1: Especially sure. Especially
0: in this, like, even in, like, the early days, quote-unquote, of it, where everyone is is having fun and a good time. Like, he introduces characters as how they died. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I kind of like that. Um, I, I was actually hoping that the ones I... Because I know this is based on, like, a true story of however true yeah. it is, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. But as I actually was hoping the first few times you see these, like, things pop up, it's like, hey, this is, like, fucking Chucky the Boy McGee, or whatever yep. his name is, yeah. died from a gunshot wound to the head in 1990. Yeah. Um, I was actually hoping... That it was due to Frank, and you'll see those later on in the movie. There's and, one due to Frank. Yeah, I know that. But, show, yeah, but, but yeah. yeah, but I was hoping that uh, that all come to pass, kind of like that, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah. shit, just Frank yeah. is going <laughs> to." Yeah, end up Frank coming. is legit killing all these guys. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty fun. Um, <laughs> there, uh, there was another thing I was going to bring
0: up, but yeah, but even that, and then like, uh, I love how like even like Scorsese does a good job of like showing like how like gangsters are pretty much
1: like. Old biddies, where instead of gossiping about you, they just kill you. Yeah, but they're in still like everybody's business. You know what I mean? They're freaking mother hens. Yeah, yeah, totally.
0: They're like, they're they're such old women. Like, (laughs) yeah. All, like, most of the scenes in this movie are just Joe Pesci bitching about the most like mundane bullshit (laughs) things about these guys. Yeah. And then it. Ultimately leads up to them being killed for that thing that they bitched about him for. Yeah, like can you believe these motherfuckers? Like, we should fuck it. fuck this guy. Fuck it. like, yeah. Like, what? No, you don't that's have to all the kill mob is over
1: <laughs> that I've ever gotten from any other movie. Yeah,
0: but but I love like, especially with Scorsese, you like, think he really hammers home like the the mob is nothing but old biddies dressed up as old bittered men <laughs> yeah. that just end up like being like instead of like gossiping them to non-existence where they just kind of leave the group, they're just like well, let's, let's kill him <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like the whole thing with the uh, the mob boss that's like kind of a wild card where Joe Pesci's so like I mean he's kind of a piece of shit but I mean you know let's just leave him alone I mean he we, we can't kill him because it's, it's gonna it's gonna raise a whole a whole stink and we'll, we'll just we'll back off. But then the minute he's like, oh, you Italian? Oh, what the fuck, man? Uh-huh. That's when Joe Pesci just gives that look where it's like, kill him. Yeah. Or it's like, what a End petty this. fucking reason to kill a dude. That <laughs> he just kind of makes fun of you in a nightclub. And now you're going to start a gang war because he kind of made fun of you in a nightclub.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what Another petty thing in this, too, is like, I love how Jimmy Hoffa hates when people are late. Yeah. Like, there's that there's like an entire scene that probably could have been cut. But it's like that guy with the shorts at the table. Oh, and dude! He's like, you, 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 you're fifteen minutes late. Yeah. It's like, oh, there was traffic. That's and then he like goes off for like minutes. Yeah. Right about how he was late and how he's but a not, piece yeah, of shit. But that le- that leads up to like Jimmy Hoffa. Like Jimmy Hoffa's
0: he's the leader of a union. So like unions are part of business, where like business is so stuck on like being cordial, being on time, looking looking business like. And now he's dealing with gangsters that don't give a shit about you because, like, if you fuck with them, they'll just kill you. And he's like, what the fuck? We're at a business meeting. Why is <laughs> he not dressed like a businessman? Why is he not on time? Where it's like, he's a fucking gangster. doesn't give a shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, it was like, that was like one of my favorite scenes. Where yeah. He ends up calling my a, a cocksucker a thousand times because, like, at first, like, granted, there are, like, really brief moments of violence in this. Yeah. Um. Not a whole lot. Like the the first maybe couple hours of it. Yeah. Because I was watching it on TV with um. Macy in the room a few times. Like, granted, there is like some cursing. It's not terrible though. No. And they're pretty fast talking, so like, I don't think my kids would like really pick up on that. But then at one point, especially when Al Pacino was like. On board in the movie at that point, yeah, he starts calling somebody a cocksucker every five seconds, <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, I gotta shut this thing off. I can't have my kid going to work calling people a cocksucker, <laughs> going to daycare calling yeah, calling, yeah, yeah, going to daycare calling a, calling a fucking person in a, and a fucking <laughs> hey, cocksucker. I want some more juice, religious based <laughs> daycare <laughs> yeah. a cocksucker. I don't want any of that on my report at the end of the day so macy's a cocksucker just to Uh, let you know yeah she did go to the potty day which is great she did call me a cocksucker i didn't appreciate that so much uh so that's good um as long as you can bring more um big girl undies that'd be great and have her stop saying cocksucker to me that'd be awesome
0: the the only two notes (laughs) the only two notes i have she had a great nap that was (laughs) She called me cocksucker
1: four times, then took a really good nap. And what's a talker to right out? <laughs> um, I, not to jump to the very, very end of this movie, um, but there is a nurse at the end of the movie that I can really associate with. That yeah. is uh, taking care of um, Robert De Niro at this point. Yeah. Um, because he's like going through some old photos. He's like, you know what that is, huh? At Jimmy Hoffa. And she's like, I don't know who that is. I don't really give a shit. And like, I would be. this, But this is what I also thought was a very interesting aspect of the movie, right? Yeah. So, like, he goes through all of this huge, long life of his yep. where he's like fucking murdering people, mm-hmm. working for a huge guy in like yeah. the labor industry. Yeah. And all of this stuff. And like, becomes like the president of this union, gets his gold watch, gets yep. his ring. And he's like a yep. made man pretty much in the mob. Yeah. yeah. And then this woman doesn't even know. Like anything yeah. about his life, it's just an yeah. old man. He has. Or she doesn't she to give a shit.
0: Of. She's just. He's another guy on her on her uh, routine. Right. He's like, oh yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, Jimmy Hoffa. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I know him. Like, no, you don't. Like, no, I don't know. I was just yeah. fucking humoring <laughs> you. I don't give a shit. I'm oh, just here yeah, to make sure you don't shit yeah. yourself, old yeah, man. Yeah, pretty much. And like that's what I found kind of interesting about the movie. Yeah. Whereas like he has this amazing like. Like, very active, interesting life. Yeah. To end up in a wheelchair, all of his friends dead, and then he's living in this. Like, solidarity. Nobody knows or cares. No one knows or cares. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's really interesting. But at the same time, boring. Because I thought that was like the slowest part of the movie was at the very tail end. Yeah. And I'm like, God, this is unbearable to watch at this point. Yeah. And and I think. yeah, I mean, it's a detriment, but it's still, like,
0: it kind of hammers home the message of the movie, kind of. Where it's, like, you're now down to a part where his life is just ending. Like, he has no one else in his life. Right. His family doesn't give a shit about him. Yeah. All, everything that was interesting about his life is gone. He's just an old man dying in a nursing home. Like, legit, you're watching him pick out his coffin and his plot of land to die in. Yes. And that all that shit alone like takes up like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like it you're getting to a point where it's almost unbearable to watch him live anymore compared to like the the most like most of this movie being like, oh shit, what's it going to do next. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. Like I mean, yeah, it's it, it's more boring than the rest of the movie, but I think it really hammers home what this movie's saying where it's like You can live the most interesting life ever, once you get down to the end of it, you don't mean
1: shit. Yeah. (laughs) But I, so like, I, maybe that was the way, like, the book was that it was based off of. Maybe. Because, like, I feel as if it could have had, like, a more, I don't know, enjoying ending? Like, more enjoyable to watch, I should say. See, this
0: gave me, like, a real, like, no country for old men feel at the end. Yeah. Where No Country for Old Men, like, it, it builds up to this big climactic thing just to kind of peter out and be like, eh, I mean, it it ends the way it ends. And and I think, like, especially with, like, a movie like this, like, that's the message they're trying to send where you're supposed to kind of leave kind of pissed off that you didn't kind of get this satisfying ending where you're like, where it's just, it ends kind of way the Kind of like the way life ends where it's like, I mean, yeah, yeah, all this crazy fucked up shit happens. And then at the end of it, you're just
1: like, well, oh, I guess I'll just wait to die. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't hate that. Like, and I get your point, but like, I just don't think it was put together well enough at the end. And maybe it didn't flash to the quote present time enough where I figured that it was going to be, like, a major part of the movie. Maybe. Because then, like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of done. I did the wedding thing. I killed Jimmy Hoffa. And now I'm just going to do, like, the last half hour of this movie yeah. as me in the wheelchair. Yeah. And, like, granted, I thought it was interesting. I just thought it was, like, a bit of a drag. It's like, oh, my God, I've already been here for three hours. Yeah. You're killing <sighs> me here. Yeah.
0: The, the length is probably what really hammers home that this does not need to be that long. But, like, I like that... They always go back to that wedding thing because it's when he kills Jimmy Hoffa. Because I think him killing Jimmy Hoffa is what cements the fact that the last half hour this is going to be boring. (laughs) Because Maybe. Because it's like now that he's killed Jimmy Hoffa, he's like... Killing Jimmy Hoffa is what makes his daughter not want to talk to him. Mm -hmm. It's what... The it gets to the point where, like, everyone that he's grown up with is now dying around him to where, like, now he's the last one left. And it's just it all goes back to Jimmy Hoffa, even down to where, like, the the FBI agents that interview him are like, look, just tell us what happened. because we know that you you had something to do with it. We know you had something to do with it. Just tell us what happened. And he's like, nope. And they're like, well, now, okay, well, then fuck, then...
1: Like now everyone you know is literally dead. Yeah. Like, you, nothing can happen to yeah. any of these people. And yeah. they still won't tell them. Like,
0: I think the, the boringness about it is supposed to set in in your mind that this man has literally nothing else going for him, and you're
1: just literally watching him slowly die. And, but that wasn't the boring part to me. I think it was actually the way the film was put together was the boring part to me. Okay. Because I did find that interesting. Like, I f- that's, like, the yeah. interesting part is, like, oh, this guy led this awesome life, and yeah. now we're just, like, watching him and nobody knows anything about him anymore. Yeah. yeah. Where he should have been, like, a notable, like, person in history. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess. Yeah. I just think the way it was put together, it was, like, kind of a drag to watch. Yeah, I,
0: I get that. Yeah, it does feel way longer than it should be. Yeah. I just don't know
1: where they can really take out... Yeah, I, I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so... But otherwise, like, The Irishman, I was, like, surprised at... No, it's how fun. How much I actually... It's fun. ...like it, because, like, I I always know Scorsese's like, yeah, he's a great director. Yeah. And then I go in just like, all right, this is kind of not for me. Like, I usually don't watch yeah. any of that. End up being surprised, like, every time, <laughs> like an idiot. Like, I've never seen it happen before. But My- yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit i was looking forward
0: to this review because i know that scorsese's been the one that's kind of in the forefront of like talking about how marvel is not film and shit right but then like he does this kind of film every fucking time Yeah. yeah and i was like i was waiting for you to kind of get into that whole thing where it's like Oh yeah, it's not film, but you'd make the same fucking movie every goddamn
1: fucking time. <laughs> well, I kind of touched on it earlier. Yeah. Like, when I watch a Scorsese movie, it's usually the same shit, some gangster yeah. shit. Yeah. But yeah, he does make the movie almost the same movie almost every yeah. time. I know. I, I. I. That's what I love. <laughs> I went into
0: this where it's like, yeah, it's pretty much the same shit I've seen every time. But I mean, it's entertaining.
1: Right. But it's like Marvel's entertaining too. So it's like, so just shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> But at the same time I'd rather watch a Marvel movie like over I guess one of these. And see like, I almost I, I almost
0: and like for me particular like I treat like a Scorsese movie like a Marvel movie.
1: Yeah. It's, it's just like, like an event.
0: Yeah, like I just it's just like I think the only thing that makes me appreciate a Scorsese movie more than a Marvel movie is that Scorsese
1: movies come out Less. Oh, for sure. It's not <laughs> it's like, of them that come out. A, a Marvel movie
0: comes out so much that it's not even an event anymore. But when a Scors- when like Scorsese puts out a gangster movie, it's like ooh, fun, right? Even when it's not that good, it's still good enough to be like that's 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 what's fun. I'm glad I I watched this. Yeah. Whereas like there's three Marvel movies a year
1: where it's like okay, well this one didn't suck as much as the last one, I guess. Right. And granted me saying like I'd rather watch a Marvel one over a Scorsese. I'd rather rewatch like a Marvel movie true. than watch true. rewatch a Scorsese movie. Yeah, I guess. It, it, that's that's true. Um but yeah, so I I don't know. I don't know. He he does make the same shit over and over again. He does. <laughs> he does. Do, and it, he does a lot of the same shit even if it's like a different ish movie. Yeah. There's still like a lot of the same tropes oh, yeah. in this. Oh yeah. Oh
0: no, I I totally agree. I think the only thing that really kind of uh like makes me like this as much as I do is just that it because it takes place in the 60s and 70s where it's like it's a time frame that I always love diving into because I always think like the the 1900s from like the 1900s to the 40s on is all kind of set in stone just based on what happened in world war Mm two and everything after that is just kind of like the aftermath of that and seeing like what leads up to now. Mm -hmm. So anything between the fifties on, I'm always fascinated with because I think it's, it's just like things like breadcrumbs that lead up to like what's fucked up about today. Mm -hmm. And like, I think like this movie, especially with like, how unions are vilified today it really hammers that home. And I really love seeing shit like
1: that. Mm. Uh, Yeah. So what, what, what you got anything else really to say about the movie? Cause it's not, not
0: yeah, even not though really, it's like yeah. three hours long, it really is. Yeah. It's pretty set in stone. With yeah. What, what a usual gangster movie is for sure. Just the fact that they include unions in it, I think makes it kind of sets it outside of the rest. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what what would you uh, throw a grade here at this? I mean, it's really good. I love watching. Like Joe Pesci's amazing. Al Pacino is probably doing one of his best performances ever. Mm-hmm. And granted, it's long, but I was never bored. I had fun with it. I'll give it like, I'll give it a B plus.
1: Wow. Okay. I um I am gonna give it uh a solid a really yeah i i i did really like the movie yeah i just i i don't like it's another one of those like yeah i really like that but am i gonna watch it again probably not it's really well put together like i'm not gonna knock it for like weird de-aging stuff yeah it doesn't really take me out of the movie i think it's kind of funny yeah but i i would recommend this to Almost anyone. No,
0: yeah, I would, too. Like, the only reason I give it, like, a B plus is I feel like if they found a way to tell this exact same story in less time, I would have loved it more. Yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> it's just 100%. That, like, I, even
0: even in the parts where I was enjoying
1: it, I could still feel the time. I, I'm gonna... I'm just... For that, I'm knocking it down to an A-, because, <laughs> like, three and a half hours is unforgivable. <laughs> unforgivable.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, if I... If they found a way to tell the exact same story in less time, this would have been a solid A for me. But, yeah, just because... Yeah, like I said, just even the the parts where I was like, I love this, and I'm like, but I can still feel that this is going on way longer than it should. That's why I give it a B plus. But
1: it's still really good. I highly, highly suggest checking it out. I feel like people who make these big, like, three-hour-long epic movies are just fucking up their own ass like they don't have somebody editing them anymore you know what i mean even Maybe. tarantino is kind of like that
0: yeah well we'll talk about
1: that on uh yeah we'll get to that on <laughs> we'll uh... talk about it on thursday thir- uh, on yeah thursday <laughs> on, on thursday yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so anyway there you go that's that's gonna be um the irishman check the it out on netflix there you go pretty, pretty high marks from both there you of go. us there uh, so, JT, we did tease that we are going to be doing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Come Thursday. Yes. Uh, Do you have anything maybe down the pipeline for Monday after that?
0: For the Monday after that? Well, what we were talking about is to possibly do for the next Thursday what we missed in 2019, doing Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. That Monday we're going to really set in stone <coughs> our fast and furious summer by doing yeah. fate of the
1: furious that's right gonna wrap it all up in a nice. wrap little it all ball. up
0: into a what we missed in 2019 with Hobbs and shaw for the end of amazing the hobson shaw or fast, fast and, furious. and furious fast right. and furious summer yep killing two birds with one stone <sighs> my goodness I'm really curious Look. to check out Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> so am I. See Roman Reigns. Oh my god!
1: Can't wait.
0: <laughs> before <you> he fucking
1: <laughs> spears somebody, probably. Yep. It'll be great. So there you go. And That's then a, Christ is on Infinite Earth. That's got to be pretty soon too. right? That happens at the end of December. Okay. Or mid to mid to the end of the December. And then, it actually takes a bit of a hiatus, and the last two episodes are in January. Okay. So, you just want to save it for January, then, and do all of it? Or, do you want to do, like, a two-parter? Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm, we'll I'm thinking out. more or less we can kind of touch on it as it's starting. Okay. And then give our final thoughts on a, like a full-on episode when it's gotcha. all done. Gotcha, gotcha. Because that way, I, I'd i like to just <laughs> sprinkle in your thoughts as as we are going. Yeah, you, you want my suffering as it goes on? <laughs> Listen, if you can do it to me, motherfucker, I can definitely throw it yeah. back at you. <laughs> this is going to be my midsummer. Is fucking watch, <laughs> and this is going to be watching your Watching fucking Christ it, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> It's my mother.
1: Yeah. Uh, can't wait. My oh. mid-mother. Yeah. So, that's what we got coming down the pipeline. So, if people want to talk to you about the Irishman work that they do so? Hey,
0: you can find me, motherfucker, at bucket <laughs> on Twitter, bucket on Instagram, fucking uh Bucky for everyone on
1: Snapchat. Troy. Hey, find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Find us both yeah. at Review Review on Twitter. Me. There you can vote for the Turnamee Tournament. Tournament. Turn me into random movies. Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny versus Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh all of our episodes are uploaded to Review, review by, 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 as well as a slew some of, of those words. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> as a slew of if you're listening to us right now, you're doing something right. So hey. uh, we're also on a bunch of of other platforms pretty much any other podcast platform if you want to recommend the show to a friend you can if you want to write into the show uh, you can do that at review dot uh no review review at gmail.com hell yeah there you have it there you go join us for
0: thursday for once upon a time in hollywood yep not at astra
1: like not at astra fucked up last week yeah. anyway that's gonna be the show so join us for once upon a time in Hollywood, yeah. Tarantino it up. It's Two big, big, big dick directors big right in a row. Big dick directors in a <laughs> row. Uh, but until then, I've been Tore to the max. Hey, I'm JT3K. And we are off.